Hello, welcome to the Freedom Podcast. Kent Maddox here with Beverly Maddox, and we're excited to spend a few moments with you today. We're going to be talking about intimacy with the Holy Spirit and a powerful project we're right in the middle of. So uh, hopefully uh, you'll be blessed as you're listening or watching. I love that word intimacy. I just was reading something by our friend, Apostle Wanda Fletcher, and she has such a great book on worship, and she breaks that word down into me. See, And I find that's where I am in my personal journey with the Lord. He's really just been looking into me, and uh, it's been quite an experience. So I love that you use that word to start us off with today. Bev's normally got some uh, poetry for us. You got a poem for us today, Beverly? Well, I think this will resonate with those who read music and who genuinely are just uh, called to worship or called to create music. The title of this poem is Ironic, and can't I dedicate this to you this morning? Searching every word for hidden meaning, someone else's perspective always intervening, imagination like chance music's presentation, open to interpretation, separated or connected articulation, composed, orchestrated, instrumentation delissimo sweet delosero sad love and need met it's all i had ironic sentiment tender as a bruise music in the background meant only to amuse every note played to perfection mirrored soul my reflection movement ascending descending inversion strung tightly begging for conversion Immersed in sounds, baptismal waters, intense, burning, ever hotter. Wow. What in the world? <laughs> it's really beautiful, I think. It is a very beautiful poem. And thank you for dedicating that to me. Well, it means a lot to me. It's very I, powerful and very spiritual. It really is. I mean, it's uh, it's really wonderful the way that the Lord downloaded that particular poem to me because there was a season in our household that was never without laughter and music and uh, the soundtrack of my life. There'll be just something, a fragrance in the air or even something cooking or a, a phrase, and it'll just take me back to that that wonderful time where there was just always such joy. Awesome. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Yes. We depend on that. We were just talking about that. So I hope you guys enjoyed that poem. It's very uh, sentimental to me. Well, it's obviously deep, too. And today, our subject, we're talking about the deep things of the Lord, which is the intimacy with the Holy Spirit. We're in the midst of a powerful project. Uh, Beverly is helping me, and we're writing a book with Pastor Benny Hinn, our spiritual father. We don't even really have the title for it yet. We've almost got it finished, and we're searching for a title. But basically, it's seven powerful spiritual concepts about the supernatural and the anointing that I learned from Benny by the Holy Spirit, Pastor Benny, uh, Doc, I call him. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and, um, and how the Holy Spirit taught me through him and how to now apply that in my personal life and in your personal life, because the same anointing, the same concept and keys that unlock the supernatural power of God that many of you have witnessed through his ministry on a platform with 30,000 or 100,000 or overseas, sometimes a million people, that same power, that same anointing actually is available to you and to me and to find its manifestation in our practical day-to-day -day lives. This is really, if you put it all in one uh, paragraph is really 
what ignited me is to realize that Pastor Benny Hinn was a conduit for the Lord, not only for a lot of people to receive healing and miracles and, and a transformational touch of the anointing of impartation, but really to introduce afresh the body of Christ to the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, and I don't think anybody could have been any more surprised than he. <laughs> I mean, he literally just had a word to go on. And he woke up one morning and said, good morning, Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit said, good morning. <laughs> I mean, the, his whole story. And I think he was in that room. Oh, my goodness, for a month, a year, a whole year, and it was still a funny story. We um, had the opportunity to um, talk to his brother, who shared a room with him during that time, and he said, "What Benny doesn't know is that when he wasn't there, is that I would pray on his side of the room, <laughs> hoping so to have the same experience." Right. I thought that was just so charming because they did. They grew up in exactly the same household, and I don't think they really understood exactly what the Lord was really showing him, but he knew he wanted to be part of it. And I love that he shared that story. It really um, it, it connected the dots for us because you, I think, didn't you have the opportunity to actually go to his home where all of that took place? In Canada, yes, and also in Israel where he was born. Uh, we've got back, uh, actually, in the book, there's lots of photographs, and so you'll see photographs of our journeys together. Uh, Pastor Brandy and I traveled for 250 days a year for about 10 years, and so this whole concept of his uh, insights to the Holy Spirit, I got to be a part of. Got to be a part of writing the book with the Good Morning Holy Spirit, being a part of that creative process. I do have to say this: this you talk about ironic. When he finished that book, he approached the one publisher that he knew personally. And uh, he said, no, he said, I just don't think it's time for this. And so the next publisher, uh, Nelson Publisher, who did end up publishing this incredible transformative word, it went on to sell how many copies? I, I think it's somewhere in the uh, 50 to 100 million yeah. copies now. It wasn't, really, it wasn't really time for it. It wasn't really time for it. <laughs> We're desperate to know Holy Spirit, and I just that is ironic. So I, I, we were in a pastors' conference with Pastor Benny a few months ago, and just out of no, we he, we love to get together and tell stories, especially publicly, and laugh and reminisce about some of our fun times and humorous times. You know, traveling on the road, you had a lot of humorous experiences, a lot of life together. Uh, you know, one of one of the ones we talked about in the last. Uh, and by the way, if you'd like to see some of these videos. Uh, or some of these pictures that we're using for the book, or even pre-order the book, uh, which helps us in the completion process, you can actually go to lifeoffreedom.site. So you can go ahead and do that now, lifeoffreedom.site. There's some videos, there's some pictures, some general concepts about this project we're in the middle of. But uh, I'll never forget, we were in um, Brazil, and uh, the car vehicle we were going to the Crusadian or driving to the venue <laughs> broke down. And uh, so it was uh, Pastor Benny and uh, his crusade director, Charles McEwen, who's going to be with the Lord now. But so now we're stranded on the side of the road in Brazil in a tunnel. Well, and unless you've ever been in Brazil and understand the traffic there, I mean, you just really cannot imagine how chaotic this scene really is. I'm not is. sure what the right uh, thinking was <laughs> in the moment, but somehow here's what happened. The guy that was driving us in the... Uh, the director of the crusade in Brazil flagged down a car, a stranger, uh, with a guy that spoke uh, no English, only Portuguese. And somehow 
in Portuguese, supposedly communicated to him where we needed to go. Put me, Pastor Benny, and Charlie McEwen in the stranger in the stranger's car. Okay, okay. We speak no Portuguese, only with the belief that somehow this stranger has been accurately communicated where we need to wind but, up. But I have to ask at this point. Weren't you guys carrying what he was going to wear on the platform? That oh, yeah, because he never likes to go on the platform wrinkled. I'm carrying his suit in a bag, like a suit bag, which was which, which, a garment bag. And, and I'm holding him on the back of this little car trying to be very careful. And then this is Benny hates the smoke smell. And so this guy driving was smoking. So he had me holding this garment bag outside the window, you know. So now oh maybe 45 minutes later, uh, you know, we're, there is no crusade in sight, and we're out, you know, uh, on God street corners. We're not like street corners flagging people down to see if anybody speaks any English. All of a sudden, we see in the distance bright lights, right? They look like a stadium. So we get there, and thank God we're at the stadium. That's the good news. The bad news is that there's 100,000 people there, and this driver doesn't know how to get to the stage entrance. So yeah. he drops me. Benny, the suit, and Charlie off at the main entrance. So here we are, me holding Benny's boot uh, uh, suit. Benny's in his jeans that we that we're traveling, and there's a hundred thousand people between us and the stage. My and we're just standing there, and I start saying to people like, "This is Benny Hinn," and they're like, ha, 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 ha. "Like you know, like this is this is not Benny Hinn. Your Benny, Benny Hinn's up there." I said, "No, like this is really Benny Hinn. We've got to get to get to there." And they're like, ah. And so I look around, and now, so we're standing, if you can imagine, on a soccer field, 100,000 people between us and the stage. There's no way to get to the stage. And I look around, and the crusade director, Charlie McEwen's now gone. And I thought, my God, has he gotten lost? Now, now it's just me, Benny, people smoking everywhere out, you know, kind of like a, like a football concession area. That's what it looked like. And the next thing you know, we look. And a hundred thousand people are parting like the Red Sea. And I'm looking at Benny, he looks at me, and I was like, it's a miracle. Like, like God knows you're here. <laughs> this is Kent. You know, like, God knows we're here. And God's like, God sent an angel. Like, and I mean, it, I mean, it looks just like this. It's just slowly, but parting. And I'm thinking, God, this is, this is just miraculous. Finally, we see what happened. Somehow, Charlie McEwen has found himself through the crowd to the stage, commandeered a Honda Accord, and is driving through 100,000 people. Across the soccer Across field. Across the soccer Gets to us, gets me in the car. We take him to the platform and get him up, get him preaching. And if that wasn't enough, a cat <laughs> this guy, you cannot got make hung this. up on the generator wire and fried the cat and all the lights went out and you had to preach in the dark for 30 minutes. And so to this day, it's one of the most humorous, uh, uh, what do you call it when there's just so many funny things happening at, uh, at the oh, same time? You can't, you can't uh, stop the domino effect once it's begun. That, yeah, that is can't just, make it up. So anyway, we were talking about that publicly and, and laughing and cutting up. And he said, uh, Maddox, we should write a book together. And uh, so that's kind of what started us on this journey. And so we're excited about it. You'll be seeing him, hearing from him here on the podcast here in the next few weeks. Uh, but if you'd like to know more about our project and go ahead and get some behind the scenes looks at some videos and some uh 
photographs, you can go to lifeoffreedom.site. One of the things that just in our remaining time together, I kind of took all our time up, didn't I? I really enjoy it. And of course, I love that story. And I, Pastor Benny enjoys them as much as you do. And the thing is, is both of your perspectives, like he always has his perspective. Oh, yeah. too, so we're- he, he always looks better than I do in his side of the story. <laughs> That's true. It is true. <laughs> but he'll I'll let him tell you for himself when he's when he when he comes by to see us here in the in the in the next few weeks. Are you gonna say something else? No, just that that it really is always amazing to get the two of you together because you finish you're like an old married couple to tell you the truth. You finish each other's sentences. I mean that's a lot of time together, 250 days on the road a year mm-hmm. for 10 years. Yes. Think about the experiences. I mean, there are so many books that could be written out of it. But at this particular conference, Pastor just threw out there, he, he when we should write a book together, Kent's response, we should. And it's like, what should we call it? I don't care. I just need the money. <laughs> That's what I said. He said, what should we ta- What we should write about? I said, it doesn't really matter to me. I just need the money. He really, one of the reasons that he loves you so much is because, well, you really just do say what people are thinking. Oh, yeah. And I really do need the money. So if you could pre-order the book, it would help me finish it. So thank you so much. It's lifeoffreedom.site. I'm paying for the book, not Benny. So if you could, if you could go ahead and pre-order, that would help me get it done. But, but uh, you know what? It's so funny as we were sitting here, because we keep thinking about titles for it, but Iconic comes to mind because it is truly one of the most, well, there's a lot of irony in that, but there are just so many moments. I mean, mountaintop, true mountaintop. I mean, you climbed Mount Sinai. We did I mean, it together. Honestly, and the photographs are there. Same I got the suit. I'm riding a camel with a garment bag, carrying the suit. And I've got pictures, lifeoffreedom.site. You can see that picture, actually. I know that we're supposed to be talking about spiritual principles, but really and truly, that normally wasn't what you did. I mean, there were all sorts of assignments and different hats to wear. But the one gentleman who was responsible for getting that suit there, Curtis, was one of my favorite people in the world. And I have to just give a shout out to him because he honored Pastor Benny so well and always made sure that everything that he needed was right there. I mean, just like the rest of the team, but I really love him. It's a little but probably more behind the scenes than I want to take you because it is in the book. But I will say this, what I do really love and uh, honor about Pastor Benny, he trusted God with people. He truly So, For example, like Curtis Johnson, who Beverly's talking about, he was a heroin addict that Pastor Benny found on the street hungry and uh, just just, broke uh, Benny's heart. And so he brought him to the church, got him a bite to eat. Curtis was just skin and bones, got him something to eat. you know, just started looking after for him, cared for him, uh, got him connected to Jesus, got him off drugs. And the next thing you know, he turned his life around. And I promise you, because I, I, I roomed with Curtis, he had 16-inch biceps. Oh, he did a was, he did a thousand push-ups a day, uh, 300 of them with me sitting on his back. <laughs> I would read a book and sit on his back to help him when he was doing the push-ups. But uh, so that's, you know, so he was uh, kind of the valet of the team. Then Charles McEwen, who was our crusade director, was uh, an ex-mafia. Uh, Had I think he was 20 years in prison. Sure. Yeah, been in prison 20 years. Yeah. Me, an ex-drug addict, uh, another friend of our, David Delgado, that traveled with us, an ex-heroin addict. But uh, what was so cool is Benny trusted what God had done in our lives. And Benny used to say, you can never, here was one of his famous sayings, you cannot make 
uh, an able man faithful, but you can make a faithful man able. Okay. All of the time. And he really, uh, he was always looking out for the underdog. I mean, it's still to this day. And I think it's one of the things that I honor the most about him is everything that God has blessed him with. Because honestly, I don't, I don't think he ever had a dime. And when I say not one dime on him, he he was always like, Matt, it's yes. any cash. But what, I carried his cash. Whatever he had, he was always so willing to share and has taken care of so many people. And I think we've talked about that some the last time that we were together, but it's still one of the things that I honor the most about him. And nobody ever knows. And it's it's just private. No, yeah. but nobody knows. He's done a lot of good for a lot of people. He got a big kick out of me and David using his cash to tip ourselves here in the bags. He's like, brother, why aren't we using somebody from the hotel? We're going to tip ourselves. <laughs> but anyway, all this kind of stuff and the seven powerful spiritual truths that I believe will help uh, transform your life. I know they transform mine in the book. So uh, be praying about a title with us, uh, lifeoffreedom.site. In the next few moments, uh, just to dial in on one of the topics, to give you a little taste of it. One thing I learned from Benny, one of the powerful spiritual truths was intimacy with the Holy Spirit. To realize that the Holy Spirit is not just the third person of the Trinity, not just, uh, you know, a wind or uh, oil or uh, whatever, whatever inference the Bible gives you image of the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is the very spirit of Jesus, and uh, he is the one who gives us access to all the things of the kingdom. Ben used to teach so powerfully from John 14, the Holy Spirit shall be with you shall be in you and shall come upon you. That's in John 14. The Holy Spirit shall be with you. What a lot of people don't realize is the Holy Spirit was with you before you got saved. So the Holy Spirit doesn't come alongside you when you accept Jesus. You actually accept Jesus because the Holy Spirit has come alongside you. And so the Holy Spirit is actually leading and guiding you to salvation before you ever accept Jesus. Hence, Bev had a dream or a vision about her and I preaching the gospel before we've ever truly committed our lives to the Lord because the Holy Spirit was with her. I didn't know the Holy Spirit was orchestrating circumstances, but he was orchestrating orchestrating circumstances so that I would wind up in the city Beverly was in before we ever knew Jesus uh, and committed our lives together to Jesus so that we would make that connection. When you begin to see that, and understand that the Holy Spirit is is it He is the power of God on the earth that orchestrates all of God's endeavors. And when you understand that, that that Holy Spirit uh, is the Spirit of Jesus who's with you, there's not a lot that you can be afraid of when you realize that that same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is actually with you to teach you, lead you, guide you, and instruct you. That's powerful. It is very powerful. And it's the the truth, the spirit of truth. And um, you know, I say this often, but for me, once we connected with the body of Christ, I mean, it was it was different for just the two of us because we had two entirely different salvation experiences. We didn't have a church. We weren't part of a spiritual body. And the other supernatural aspect of that vision of seeing you a full two years before I ever met you, and then we came into relationship, we came to know the Lord, and the next thing you know, I mean, within 90 days, 
of your salvation experience, we are sitting three rows back in Pastor Benny Hinn's church. All orchestrated, orchestrated by the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit. And we had never heard of him. We did not know a thing about his ministry. We didn't know anything about anybody's ministry. Kent had been raised in a, a church of God that his parents attended their entire lives. I had been raised in the same Baptist church. I've been in three churches where I was a member, the Baptist Church of Moorhead City. Orlando Christian Center, and Word Alive International Outreach. We literally did not know anybody in the body of Christ except that one couple who took us directly to our destiny. We felt like we were being guided by an unseen hand. There's no doubt. Which is the power of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 says, It is written, Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, your mind cannot comprehend the things which God has prepared for those who love Him. In other words, God's got such amazing plans for you, for your future, for your families, for your destiny, but you cannot obtain them in the natural. Eye cannot see. Ear cannot hear. Your mind cannot figure it out or discern it. Why? Verse 10, God has revealed them through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, just the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of the man except the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Verse 12, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. The main purpose of the Holy Spirit on the earth is to reveal Jesus to God's people and to show them, show us what God's plan is for our life and then to help us walk and carry that out. He's called our advocate. He's called our our helper. Uh, and He's called our comforter. He's called our comforter. And yes. so, you know, he is, to, when you have the revelation, and this is what was so powerful that I got from Pastor Benny, that who he is and and what he is and what he's capable of doing and then to realize that after salvation after an awakening experience not only is he with you now he comes to live in you my goodness like like he's now not just out here with me now he's actually inside of me now uh i'll never forget the first time i heard the audible voice of god i didn't hear it coming from out, I heard it through these ears, natural ears, but it didn't come from outside in. I heard it coming from the inside on the way out. And so the voice came through my ear canal, but the voice, audible voice was coming up out of me, which was such a revelation that God is living in me. The spirit of God lived. Paul said, know ye not that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So there is, there is no way People say, can I be separate from God? Only if I'm separate from myself, because the the Holy Spirit lives inside of me and inside of you. And then last, Acts 8, 1 says in Acts 1, 8, he will come upon you. That's when he comes upon us for service, to to do a podcast, to, 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 to raise children, to align us, to go to work and do the job. This is the power of the Holy Spirit that's available. And so there's such a dynamic relationship that Pastor Benny taught us how to have with the Holy Spirit. And I want to teach you that in this book that we're writing together, 
uh, about this powerful impartation, actually, of intimacy with Holy Spirit. That's how Benny got it. He went to a Catherine Kuhlman meeting and uh, heard her talk about the Holy Spirit. He said in such a way about how he had never seen or witnessed such intimacy as her talking about how much she loved the Holy Spirit. And he said he went home that night and said, Lord, is it possible that I could have that relationship with you, with the Holy Spirit? And he said the ne- and he said the same presence that was in that meeting then came upon him in his bedroom. And the next morning he woke up and said, good morning, Holy Spirit. Right. And that same presence came right back. And he spent one year in his bedroom in prayer with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit taught him the scriptures, showing him the truth from the word of God, which uh, honestly, none of us can understand the Bible without the power of the Holy Spirit. True. And so this powerful intimacy with the Holy Spirit is available to you and to me. And I know in my life, I've known the Holy Spirit for a, a, a long time now, been acquainted with the Holy Spirit, and I don't understand all these dynamics, even though I know he's with me, I know he's in me, I have countless times felt him come upon me to do something for him. Uh, But we still always find ourselves in quandaries in difficult situations. And it's almost like the enemy tries to get us to uh, not remember, right? That who's with us, what we have, the power of the Holy Spirit, the wisdom of God, everything that's been made available by the Holy Spirit. And so I feel like for Beverly and I, we're just asking in this season, and I believe it's the you know in this season of pay all these Hebraic this whole Hebraic years fifty seven eighty three now but all the fifty seven eighties the whole decade of the eighties is pay which is actually the decade of the Holy Spirit this is the decade of the Holy Spirit this is the time to get reacquainted with the person of the Holy Spirit and we believe it's important to begin that even today so we want to pray with you along these lines uh, that the Holy Spirit would just oh, just to visit you in a fresh way. Uh, he comes when he's invited. Pastor Brennan used to always say he's a gentleman. He comes when he's invited. Uh, and you just have to acknowledge his presence. Pastor Brennan used to say he's always ready and available, but he just needs an invitation. He is a gentleman. He is the Holy Spirit. And so Beverly and I just say, Holy Spirit, we welcome you right here, right now. And we need you. You are our comforter. You are our truth teller. You are our advocate before the Father. You are the spirit of truth. You reveal to us whatever is necessary for any moment of time so that we can see accurately what's going on. And you are the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Greater are you that's in us than any demonic force that's in the world. Lord, we thank you for that now. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We sent you. We acknowledge you. We invite you to step into every situation we are currently going through. Everybody listening and watching today, right there, right now, just say out loud, Holy Spirit, I welcome you into my life. I welcome you to reveal yourself in a deeper measure, in a more intimate way, I need you, Holy Spirit, to teach me 
I need you, Holy Spirit, to instruct me and show me what God, the good things that God has planned for me. I need your strength. I need your power today. And so, Father, we thank you that a hunger and an awakening to know the Holy Spirit in this pay decade is happening now in the triumphant reserve. And so, Lord, we thank you right now for the power of the Holy Spirit that's being manifested and the hunger that's being awakened in us today for him in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. He's here. Yes. He's with us. Yes, he is. If you'd like to know more about this project we're in, go to lifeoffreedom.site. There's videos. There's pictures. Uh, hey, if you think you have a clever name uh, title for the book, we're open to all suggestions. We're just wanting to honor Pastor Benny, number one. Number two, release uh, the uh, these dynamic truths that God has taught us uh, about the supernatural and the power of God. And uh, number three, I need the money. So <laughs> get the book in advance, if you will. Oh, my gosh. It would help covering the publishing costs. There's no doubt about it. We like self-publishing, though, because we can have access to the rights to the book. And the great thing about having our books online is, you know, we can go in and update. We can include things that are happening in the present, in the now, and probably not in this book but in others, which I love. It just is fresh. I love, first of all, I love that QR code. I love opening a book and you just open it up and there is an entire teaching video right there. That's yep. one of the coolest things since, I don't know, since the written word. Yep, really cool. We're QR fans. We are QR, QR code fans, we are. We are QR code fans, we are. So <laughs> We are. <laughs> Make sure and uh, keep listening. If you don't mind sharing this out, especially if you're listening to it on a, a format that allows you to share, share this out with others. We just want to get the message out to the Triumphant Reserve. Our mission here uh, on the podcast is simply to transform lives. We're working to transform a state, the state of Alabama, and nations. And so if you'd lo know, like to know more about the projects, the teaching materials we have, that's uh, lifeoffreedom.site, all our transformation materials there more about the local work here and our international campuses of Word Alive. That's wordalive.org. And then our statewide move at allinalabama.org. Well, and you know, I, I just want to I want to show them this, I don't know, these generosity calls. Yes, QR really, codes. There are so many opportunities to, to really help support the things that are taking place through Word Alive International Outreach. And you've just mentioned several of the websites. This generosity card is something else, and it does have a QR code on it. And you are in position through these QR codes to donate to these different projects and to help shift systemic poverty in our state and through the nation. That is really our as far as bringing heaven to earth, that's our objective. And incorporated in publishing all of these books and getting this transformational information, we can't do this without Holy Spirit. This book is pivotal. Yes. It truly is. But I just wanted to show this little generosity card because give, help, transform lives. It's amazing. You need to get yourself one of these. So check out one of those web pages and ask for it. Absolutely. Thank you, Beverly. All right. I challenge you in the morning when you wake up. Simply say good morning, Holy Spirit, and don't be shocked when He says good morning back to you because, be because He, he is there and He is with you and He is in you. We love the Holy Spirit and honor Him today with everything that's within us. All right, we've enjoyed being with you. Thank you for tuning in, listening, and watching. Share it out with somebody, it helps us. We appreciate that. Have a great day, and we'll see you again soon. <laughs>